Hey, it's State Representative Seth Grove. Welcome to another edition of Grove Unleashed. Joining me, as always, is the Anders Toman. Anders, thanks so much for joining us. You can uh, check him and John out at the district office. Uh, they're there Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4.30. Uh, they do a heck of a job helping constituents manage the uh, many intricacies of state government. Just recently, I helped somebody get a dealership license for a car dealership. And that was like a whole month ordeal. But I saved him the fees of having to get a lawyer for it. So, I mean, it worked out in the end. He ended up getting it. It's crazy to think that our district offices, employees, have jobs because of the ineptitude of state agencies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're. If imagine if state agencies actually got everything right and actually you could talk to humans and the whole night. It's like, you'd be out of a job. Well, thank God. That they are so nuts because right. I enjoy my job. Right. I don't think anything's going to change moving forward, right? I don't Probably I don't see not. magically no. state agencies no. coming back and saying, we're going to make this easy and convenient for citizens. We're, <laughs> hi, we're the government. We're here to help you. If you can contact us. Yep. Oh, Good luck. That's government. So, hey, it, we're, we're here to help. And, you know, during the pandemic, I mean, we were operational. We, like, in all of state government, Republicans, Republicans. Now, let's say the Republicans were the only government entity in the General Assembly, like executive branches were closed, right? No one was at work. Our office was open. Like, literally, Republican offices were open, legislative offices. And imagine had we shut down, too. You as citizens couldn't actually talk to a human being in state government. Yeah. And at one point, we were the only ones open in the entire country, correct? Right. We we were the only operating General Assembly in the entire country at points because we adopted and we said, well, you know what, we're going to come back into work. Now, a lot are, are part-time, so mm -hmm. they wrapped up springtime right about when the pandemic started in 2020. So to an extent, we're full-time, but we, we, were, we were only operational. Like we were dealing with the pandemic in and out. We showed up for work. Well, thank God that's all over now. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. It's Even over. Fauci said it's over. Yeah. yeah if Fauci, Fauci says it's over, you know it should have been over <sighs> a year ago. Yeah. And at least at least American people and government hopefully learn that you do not turn over your entire governmental system to um, health advocates and the CDC and Department of Health because they got it all wrong. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with following the science. I didn't even question whether they were following science because they didn't know. They didn't know. They had no idea. No idea. They had no idea. We just... Let's just shut down the economy as kids now can't get, our parents can't get baby formula. I mean, come on. Doctors are not constitutional experts. We should not treat them as such. No, no. And I get, I get their goals to try to save, but you're not going to save everybody. I mean, listen, if we were interested in saving everybody, we wouldn't have vehicles anymore. We'd have to bubble wrap everybody. Um, everybody wouldn't be in giant bubbles. Bubble Boy. You still, watch have, movie you still bubble have people Boy? that are allergic to the bubbles. Right. That's right, because they're plastic. You could yeah. be allergic to that. How do we? Cause so, cancer. Yeah, it's 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 over, and hopefully, government has learned a valuable lesson that you listen, get advice. We're going to get advice from health experts. We're going to have conversations, mm -hmm. but they will not dictate American lives, and that's what we saw. I think that's why um, Governor Ron, Ron DeSantis was so successful in Florida. He basically looked at it and said, "These people don't know what they're talking about," and we we are going to listen to them. We're going to offer best practices, but we're going to allow people to live their freaking lives. 
And but we're also going to protect the most vulnerable, and that's not what happened and in they Pennsylvania. Didn't lock COVID positive seniors in nursing homes, right? Shock, and they had lower yeah. fatalities. Imagine that shock. No more COVID talk. We're done with COVID. So let's go on to hot news. Probably the hottest news out there. We got elections twice a year here in Pennsylvania. We still have, I think, failing election laws. They need a lot of improvement. A lot of improvement. 1937 basis. And you know, know an easy way to improve it? What? Voter ID. What? It is something that everybody agrees with. But for some reason, Democrats think some people are too stupid or inept to go out and get one. Do you know anybody, who, any black person doesn't carry ID? No. Everyone that I know has an ID. Why would they think we don't have ID? Why would they say that? Do you have ID? Yes. Right. I don't understand that because I'm pretty sure you need ID to get Sudafed at a grocery mm-hmm. store. Like... Think about all the things that you have to get an ID for. Alcohol, tobacco, firearms. Driving. Driving. Traveling. Doctor's office. You just anything. Anything. Yeah. Everything. But if Actually, even if you bank, don't have one. You yep. want a bank. bank. You want to enter the economy mm-hmm. of the United States or really any country. I don't, I don't know a country. I'm not aware of any country. Maybe there is a country out there that says you can open a bank account with an ID and pull whoever's money out without showing mm-hmm. ID. Yeah. Like, and I understand, too, some people can't afford to get an ID. So, you know, maybe doing something like a state-funded ID that's free to anybody who registers to vote. Or maybe being able to sign an affidavit, right, in case, you know, oh, you're being uh, forgetful that day. You forget all forms of ID uh, that is acceptable. You can sign an affidavit saying, hey, this is who I am. If I'm lying, send me to jail. Do you know who does that? Who does that? Joe Biden. Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) That's how they do it in. That's how they do voter ID in in Delaware. Well, that just sounds racist to me. No, it's, Ridiculous. It's, it's voter you know, suppression. Only if somebody ID. would propose that in Pennsylvania too. So here, here's actually the history. This is this is why Democrats say suppression, right? So at one point, Jim Crow, the Democratic Party, decades ago, decided we don't want African Americans to vote. So they did the Jim Crow law. So they would say. You need an ID to, sh- to vote, and then they would never give African Americans the ID. They also did that with Native Americans out west. That never happened in Pennsylvania. We don't have those same laws in Pennsylvania. We never did anything here that I'm aware of to restrict anyone based on race. But what we have today is 81% of voters, that is Republicans, that is Democrats, that is Independents, after the big one, right, Georgia, Georgia, the voter suppression law. And they polled African-Americans after that. And they even said in Georgia, we support voter ID. Like, we do not believe that is suppression. Because, like, I got to imagine I'm average citizen in the United States. And Democrats this is what Democrats are saying. You are too stupid to get an ID. You're not competent. To get an ID. You you don't know how to do paperwork. You don't know how to do this. So we're, we're going to protect you because we know better. Mm-hmm. We are the elitist. We know better. We're smarter. And you just can't handle that. So we're going to protect you. But yet they're smart enough to know how to register to vote. Right. Which most people do when they go get their IDs. That's right. when I registered to vote was right. when I turned uh, 18. And, right. Yeah. So 2015, well, we, we, we passed a voter ID law. It was Representative Daryl Metcalf's. A couple years ago, it was under Governor Tom Corbett. It was challenged by the left groups, you know, the nonpartisan groups that say they're not partisan, but they're really Mm left-leaning organizations. 
Their entire goal is to help the Democratic Party gain power. So those groups sued in Commonwealth Court. They had, I believe it was 10 citizens that said, we can't get an ID under this ID law. By the time the court heard it of the Commonwealth Court, nine out of the 10 got an ID. The last one just didn't want to get an ID. Like, you can't make people get an ID. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't force you to get an ID. Aren't forcing them to vote either. Right. You shouldn't be forced to get a vaccine. You shouldn't be forced to vote. You shouldn't be forced to do... My body, my choice. Right. <laughs> Ouch. Burn. After that, there, there's federal law that says, you know, you have first-time voters after they register. And this was a reform after 2000, Bush v. Gore, right? So the feds came back and said, for the first time, uh, if, if you show up for a polling place, you have to show voter ID the first time. And and he, he, here's the IDs. Anders, why don't you read the IDs? that the Department of State put guidance under. So there's two forms, right? There's photo identification, then there's non-photo identification. Go ahead, read it. Well, this is a pretty lengthy list, so Go ahead. buckle in. Uh, you can have a Pennsylvania driver's license or PennDOT ID card. An ID issued by any Commonwealth agency, ID issued by the U.S. government, a U.S. passport, a U.S. Armed Forces ID, a student ID, employee ID, voter registration card issued by the County Voter Registration Office, a non-photo ID issued by the Commonwealth, a non-photo ID issued by the U.S. government, a non-photo ID issued by the agency of the Commonwealth or U.S. government, a firearms permit, a current utility bill, a current bank statement, a paycheck, or a government check. It's a pretty big list. I know homeless people that have those. Well, I mean, a homeless person in Pennsylvania can get an ID free of charge yeah. just walking to Penda. we actually helped someone do that exactly yeah. uh, it was a homeless veteran didn't have an id needed to get it to get i think um his va benefits mm -hmm. and um, he didn't have a social security card right so didn't have a lot of this we stuff we, we were able to help him help him out so you wonder since 2015 if it's if voter id is such a suppression what's the actual outcome of that in pennsylvania so we had a hearing um on april 6th with the House State Government Committee, we had the Department of State come in, and you know I was able to ask them, you know, have you received any complaints since 2015 over the voter ID? Because if you're register, if you're voting for the first time after registering for the first time, you're going to end up going to a poll and voting. What was the? How many people per year had to go do that? What's their demographic? Where are they located? Right? Because normally, what they say, if you are a poor minority. You're not able to access the, the, the voting. So how many lawsuits, how many complaints have we had? And how many people, how many people would have had to do this, right? How many, how many, how many total people, uh, how many minorities? So, so I asked for this information. They received it. And Anders, what was their response? What was the department's response? They said that they're unaware of any lawsuits or complaints filed against the department uh, that specifically, that is specifically related to guidance on voter ID. Right. So here, here's the they exact. They don't know of any. Right. Here's the quote. The quote. They, they, and this is in letter form. So it was reviewed internally, reviewed by their attorneys, and they got, I don't know how many attorneys sitting over there. Lots of attorneys. More than I do. Yeah. They <laughs> said, this quote, quote, the department, Department of State, the department is unaware of lawsuits, complaints filed against the department that's specifically related to guidance on voter ID. Ignorance is bliss. Since 2015, there have been zero. 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 So the question is, how many new voter registrations has the department received between 2015 and 2021? So you could say, well, nobody voted. There is zero voters. That's why we have zero complaints. Except there were 308,000 new voter registrations from minorities. 
2.4 million total new voters. 2.4 million new voters between 2015 and 2021. Now, the demographic data is optional, right? We don't require that. You check. So the people self-identified, because that's the big thing to do now, you self-identify. And I don't know how accurate any of this stuff is. So, you know, when you, when you look at the self-identified, so individuals, so these 2.4 million new voters, 308,000 of them identified as minority. So Asian, Black, or African American, Hispanic, or Latino, Native American, or Alaskan Native, Native Hawaiian, or Pacific Islander, other, and then two or more races. So 308,000 designated themselves as a minority. Um, and a vast majority of these people have probably voted at some point between 2015 and 2021 at a polling place. So they had to show some form of ID, and we've had no complaints zero zip zilch nothing so i don't get i don't understand why there's still this big lie that voter id leads to suppression of voters even when you look at the data that when voter id laws pass when election law changes happen more people end up voting so texas last time around right swath of election changes Oh, it's suppressing voters. More people voted in the next election than the previous election. It was primary election. More people voted in that primary election than the the previous one. Like, it hasn't shown to actually suppress anyone's votes. And there's no studies that show that. Well, there's some allude allude to it, but, you know. There's no solid studies. When you look, just purely look at voter voter turnout, like Mm -hmm. more people are voting today. We as Republicans, we didn't do the entire Jim Crow laws. That wasn't us. That wasn't our party. We've actually cared about people voting. We want people to vote. I don't get it. Just follow the rules when you do it. Right. Just follow the rules. Show an ID. I, and I think I think it's popular because people get it. Listen, this is where people are today. I want more access, and I want more security. They want both, right? That's mm-hmm. where the general population is. Yeah. Make sure I'm a legal voter. I have access to vote. But you know what? Make sure I can trust the outcome. Make sure the appropriate security features are in place. And this is part of it. And it all comes down to this, too. Franklin and Marshall put put out a poll almost exactly a year ago, June 2021. Uh, They interviewed 444 Pennsylvania likely voters, uh, 205 Democrats, 177 Republicans, 62 Independents. How many Democrats? 205. 25. More Democrats than Republicans. Why? Because we have more Democrat registered Democrats in the state than Republicans. Mm-hmm. So it's I would say that's a proportional to the how what what Pennsylvania looks like. Right? So if you could take a guess, do you think the majority or the minority of those people polled supported photo ID requirements for voting? Oh, the majority. Seventy four percent. Seventy four percent. Which means if every single Republican that was polled said, Yes, I support voter ID. That means 63% of the non-Republicans, the Democrats and the independents, Mm -hmm. and that's giving them the best chances possible, 63% of them said that they support voter ID. Right. It's the direction we're going. So, listen, voter ID, common sense solution to secure abouts. European nations all do it. Um, We have states in this this country that do it. We have it in this state for first-time voters. It's a simple policy. Extend it out to every single voter for first time. Going to for 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 when you show up to vote, just show your ID. Yeah, it's that easy. Boom, done. 
Have you seen any good movies lately? Um, you know, on the movie front, the last movie I saw, I took I took Connor, our middle child, to see Batman. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I I I it's long. I enjoyed it uh, because that Batman was more. Of, I enjoy the detective mm-hmm. Batman rather than like the superhero. Like I like the more realistic, gets hurt, beat up. I like this new Batman because of that. Um, it brought in more of the detective skills, mm. and um, you got the crap kicked out of like average. Like you just see the bruises and stuff. I'll um, be honest with you, mm. I'm feeling pretty icky right now talking about movies. I just feel like I'm in generally assembled podcast, but ugh. Ugh, I know. But there, there's one movie in particular you said that you watched. Yeah. Um. So I did watch a documentary. It's not really a movie. We'll call it's it documentary ish. Um, 2000 Quality Mules. Entertainment. Yeah. 2000 Mules, right? So, uh, new movie that came out, uh, very limited scope. I think it's had a huge online presence uh, of individuals watching it online and stuff. I don't think it was in very many movie theaters very long or anything like that. Um, really, really interesting premise, right? Basically, what they were trying to do is say that Trump won the 2020 election. Yeah. yeah. And, and they use some, I, I, listen, watching it, I, I, love, I love the technology, right? I love geolocation. So geolocation, you have your cell phone. And, you know, private companies use this all the time. So if you're walking through a mall, all of a sudden you walk by a store and all of a sudden you're seeing advertisements for a store. That, that is that connection. They, they are tracking your cell phone for that. Now, this is it's it, it's used by law enforcement. It's, it's used by military. I mean, this is what they use to track them. They use cell phones and stuff. That they If I know your cell phone, I can track where you're at, where you've been the whole nine yards. Within it's, 10 meters, right? Yeah, yeah, or, or, or depending on. Depending on what you're using, it could even be closer. But they, they collect this data, and then they kind of draw a circle around drop boxes. They, they draw circles around what they call NGOs, non-governmental organizations. So these are the nonpartisan nonprofits that are in election space or deal with elections or whatever else, right? Um, and they wanted to see who's traveling in between the two of them. So they have these group of people, I think, in Philadelphia, they looked at Philadelphia specifically, and they had like 1,100 people. And they did it from early October to late in January. Late in January because they wanted to cover the runoff election in Georgia for the U.S. Senate race. No implication on Pennsylvania because we don't have runoff elections. Uh, but they also wanted to say, let's scrub out daily lives. So if I happen to maybe live close to an NGO and work around a Dropbox, we don't want to capture those names. So they pull them out. And the goal is, so how many people have visited a, a Dropbox or have been close to a Dropbox? And they trace these people, and some have visited, like, a boatload of Dropboxes. Like, Philly had, like, a boatload. So I think they, they were looking at, like, 50, I think. And in heavily trafficked areas, too. They try to pick public play, like libraries or where, where people walking, commuting, and, and traveling by courthouses, stuff like that. Which is really cool, but it provides a basis of investigation. January 6th. It's what FBI and law enforcement are using to see who was who was there. They're tracking cell phones to see who was in or around the Capitol. Mm-hmm. It's a tool that is used. So here's one of the problems, and this is kind of where it stops. And again, we're looking at Dropboxes, right? And we all know we don't have secure Dropboxes. We hit that last time. Quick review. The Department of State created guidance on Dropboxes. The Supreme Court, Pennsylvania Supreme Court, came back and said, yes, you can use them. It's not found in statute. Outside of the guidance, there's no real security features built into them. It's make it up as you go. You can have as many as you want, wherever you want, the whole nine yards, right? 
And there's been big pushback. It allows individuals, you can just vote as, like, put as many ballots in, which is illegal. It is illegal to do that in Pennsylvania. So the premise is we have state laws that say you can't hand in more than one ballot. There is some exceptions in Pennsylvania specifically for disabled people, but there's a process for that. And at the end of the day, have a piece of paper that says I can vote two, mm-hmm. one for me and one for whoever I applied to vote this ballot through because they're disabled, right? You can't stop stuff three. But like it's impossibility to do that. Um, so they look at it, and, and here's kind of where they, they they assume that each one of these is in fact someone who is ballot trafficking ballots, and they call them mules based over um, drug mules, right? This is where I lose some confidence. It's it's when these organi- and when these groups, organizations, individuals take that next step where we assume, and we're gonna we're gonna analyze this, and we're gonna make a prediction about how many illegal votes or illegal activities that happen. Because there is no proof of that. This movie does not have proof. And that's why I'm a big fan of what Jim Martin, the district attorney in Lehigh County, did. He had his detectives sit down, watch videotape, count how many people submitted more than one ballot, and counted how many ballots that were submitted. That is the level of evidence that you need. This movie does not provide any of that. Mm-hmm. The, the question that it brings up, though, is it, it, it's one thing a, a man delivers a ballot for his wife and himself illegal, but many people understand that that's the kind of thing that happens. These are people who are not just dropping off their ballot of their family. They're doing it at multiple drop boxes multiple times. That means they're collecting a bunch, dropping them off at a drop box, mm-hmm. collecting a bunch more, dropping them off. This isn't that kind of thing. It's clear that something nefarious is going on. Right. And that that needs further investigated. But to conclude that there is 200,000 illegal votes in the Commonwealth. Extrapolated data and no video evidence. Right. They can't. And that's that's where I think they lose credibility in in this. good. They have they had some tremendous work. Mm -hmm. It is great use of technology. It is smart. Law enforcement should be using that. It's great. I love everything. But they lose me when you start making accusations that you have no proof for. And I think that's some frustration all across the board because it gins people up to say, see, there was 200,000. Unless unless you have concrete proof, like Jim Martin. Jim Martin yeah. came back and said, 280 people, a couple thousand votes. Video evidence. That's legit. That's that's legitimate proof. That's the books. second half of what that 2,000 right. mules needs. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the further development of what they need to do. The problem is... Because drop boxes aren't in statute, there's no requirement to keep, if they were even have video, to keep that for two years. Most counties, they and they probably base it off the county video surveillance policy. Some counties delete after 15 days. Mm-hmm. So you have no video evidence anymore to draw back to that 2000. Now, what you do have is the start of a great investigation. Maybe nothing will come of that in the 2020 election because there's, there isn't that video surveillance anymore. I don't know if there's, because there's cameras everywhere, ATMs and stuff. I, I just don't know if video exists to actually pull faces, play the whole nine yards to, to validate their conclusions at all. I don't know if that exists. I would say probably not at this point. But it's great moving forward. Yeah. We know what happens in Pennsylvania, right? We have Lehigh County. We have Governor Wolf in York County. And the big problem is it's it's not, in Governor Wolf's case, 
it wasn't a fraudulent vote, right? It's an illegal vote. There's there's two differences. An illegal vote is I am taking more than one ballot, husband and wife, like Governor Wolf and Francis are both legal voters in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If each of them submits their own ballot, they're perfectly legal. When one submits the other's ballot, state law says the second one, is the ballot that is not yours, is an illegal vote and should be set aside. They should have been never counted. Mm-hmm. That's what the illegal vote means. And we, we have that in Pennsylvania because of these illegal, I would say illegal drop boxes because they, they weren't legalized through normal statutory process. And they're completely open. Now we have the Secretary of State coming in and saying, Jim Martin, you can't, you shouldn't have detectives stopping people from making illegal votes. The Secretary of State is telling law enforcement to stop surveillance to allow illegal voting to occur. Think about that. On, on locations that are illegal themselves. Right. So it, it's... Don't, but, do this, don't do this thing that's legal because I'm doing something illegal. So don't look at this. But that's where we are when, within elections Pennsylvania. We had Department of State go out of their way to create a process around the General Assembly... And, you know, they had their buddies in the Supreme Court sign off on it. Had statute been passed, she could have said, because you're not allowed to have law enforcement at polling places. That is in the election code. But because these aren't in the election code, there's nothing you can do to stop this from happening. You can complain about it. You can do whatever you want. You can beat your chest. But at the end of the day, he can do this because it's not in statute. Why? One guy decided to veto election reforms that actually address the situation. Governor Wolf. Again, we have bad election laws because of Governor Wolf's failure to work with us and veto a common sense approach to fixing our elections. Entertainment review. Is it worth watching? I think 2,000 Mules is is good to watch. I think you need to take into consideration what you're watching. I love the first part about the technology. I, I just think you need to take their conclusions for granted until... They actually, or, or maybe they do have the video evidence, um, but they need to provide that, that level of evidence. Hopefully, hopefully law enforcement will take it seriously. Hopefully they will start using that technology uh, to prosecute election crimes in this state and all over the country. All I watched was Ben Shapiro and Attorney General Barr's uh, review of the movie, and uh, to be honest with you, that's enough for me. Right. Yeah. So, I, and I, I think, uh, you know, you, with all these things, you need to use some critical thinking skills, right? Mm-hmm. You, need to, you need to analyze this. When any, anybody brings election issues to me, I try to use my best critical thinking skills. Do you have valid proof? And that, 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 that level we need to understand is that Jim Martin district attorney level. What can you actually prosecute in a court of law and prove? We know for a fact Governor Wolf illegally voted. He admitted to it. He didn't know he admitted to it because he doesn't know the election law because he's never actually read it. Or any bills proposed or to any change bills, it. Right. So we, I've heard some, from individuals that you know have come to me and said, I didn't know we couldn't do that. Didn't know we couldn't do that. Because you know, in America, every single day, there's spouses that ask each other to do drop stuff off for them. Right? Dry cleaning. Pick stuff up at the store. One thing you can't do is drop off a ballot for another person. In the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And that's not fake news. That is not fake news. But do you know what is fake news? What is fake news? Fake news. All right, so anybody who doesn't know how this segment works, I'm going to give Representative Grove a couple of headlines, and he's going to have to guess whether it is 
from a reputable news. I use reputable. Reputable, right? Reputable. Yeah. We're air quoting this right now, yeah. reputable. Or from the Babylon Bee. And the reason all the fake ones are going to be from Babylon Bee, because uh, I don't know if you heard this, but their Twitter account is still suspended. What? Uh, Come on, Elon. Calling, Come yeah. on, Musk. Get him They called back. Uh, Rachel Levine Man of the Year, oh. and they uh, suspended, they got their Twitter account suspended. So they have since retracted their tweet. This um, is and this is Pennsylvania's fault. Yeah, <laughs> but and they changed their tweet instead to Rachel Levine named Woman of the Year. All right, all right. First headline: Biden repeats false claim he once had an abortion. Biden once had a I, like he's so senile these days. I could actually see him say that. Believe it or not, that is actually fake news. That is Babylon B. I could I could literally see him walk out there and say something to those lines. Like yeah. he is so. He's, he's lost it mentally. He just has lost it. How many videos have you seen of him wandering around, holding his hand out for someone to shake, and there's nobody there? <laughs> no, he within 10 yards of him. <laughs> One of my favorite videos is him uh, at the pool. He's like, the kids used to come up, and can, do you know which video I'm talking about? And by the way, you know, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. All right, next one. He's a creepy dude. Yeah. Pakistan police pop their rollerblades on to catch Karachi's criminals. I'm going to say that is actual news. No, it's from Reuters. I saw a video of training segment where yeah. the elite rollerblade cops and they had them do like stair jumps, pull out their firearms. It's like, impressive. It is. Uh, it's a I don't, new age roller derby. This <laughs> is this is what happens when you're on Twitter. You're sw- you're swinging through, and I this I, I don't know why I recall this, but this is a few years ago. You stroll through Twitter, you see a video, you're like, what? Roller cops? What? Um, yeah. All right. This one right here is a special one. Uh, I'll tell you why in a second. Couple stab each other over American Idol argument. Um, I'm going to say that actually happened um, because people are crazy. Not only did it happen. That's from Fox 43. It happened in your district. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was in West Manchester Township. Oh, come on. West, West, <laughs> let, me, let me talk to West Manchester Township residents before. We can do better. <laughs> like, it is just American Idol. It has no impact on anyone's lives. Are we going to have to do a new segment, West Manchester or Florida Man? <laughs> yeah. Florida Man. <laughs> like, oh, come on, people. No, West Manchester's. I, I like West Manchester. I think this is one of the one-off things. That it is. I, I mean... You'll have crazies no matter it, where you I are. Just, and by the I way, it breaks which my heart. one of them was on which side of the argument. Yeah, they, they were having an argument over who, sh- who the winner should be. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just don't know how, to, how an argument goes from American Idol who, to pulling knives and stabbing each other. Like, that's like, this escalated quickly. <laughs> I, I've, I've never gotten to a point of argument. I've been in arguments, like me and my wife argue. I've argued on the floor. I have I have had passionate arguments. Never once in my head do I say, "I need to stab this person." You've never had a passionate argument, then. I like, 
but they, they both survive. That's good. They, I just they, they don't know how live. that happens. I don't know how you escalate <laughs> argument to stabbing each other. And quick shout out, that was from Greg Gross. He actually sent me that a while ago. Nice. Uh, so finally using that one. Um, next one, Biden proposes $2 trillion bill to study what's causing inflation rates to rise. I, I know this isn't true. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like something Joe Biden would do. We sounds to, like something we, all the Democrats. Right. That's we, why? Why? Why do we have inflation? Why Putin? Putin? And it's all the government money you've been handing out. I, one it's of my that favorite letters we received within the past couple months. It was from somebody saying inflation is on the rise. The government needs to send out checks to help counter inflation. Oh my God! More stimulus checks to help counter the thing that caused the inflation to begin with. Uh, many just when, printing money. One of the many many money. things. One of the many many things like government printing more money, handing more more money to people will increase inflation. This is why economics needs to be taught before people get to college. Oh, I definitely agree with that. It is beyond frustrating. But I could see Joe Biden trying to figure out how, why, who, what, where, why, and want to spend $2 trillion. How, how, who do you think he would spend money on? Ice cream. Ice cream. I think he would give it to Venezuela. We're going to spend $2 trillion to give to, give to Venezuela so they can figure out why America has inflation. <laughs> Biden plan. We're going to save America through right. Venezuela. All right. Uh, Cracker Jack changes name to more politically correct. Caucasian Jack. I'm going to say fake news. That's fake news. All right. A man wearing a bull costume tried to burn down his ex-boyfriend's house with ragu spaghetti sauce. Please be true story. <laughs> That's Fox News. <laughs> and that... one of my friends sent me that. Um, I, I was running. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I put out something on my Snapchat like, hey, I'll Venmo you a dollar if you send me a crazy news story where you can't tell if it's real or not. Right. So I have to send that guy a, a dollar now. But... Um, okay. Where was that at? Do we know? Oh, I have no idea where that was. I think, no, it was Florida. It was Florida. Florida, Florida yeah. man. Of course, Florida yeah. man <laughs> in bull outfit tries to burn down boyfriend's house with ragu spedis. I didn't think ragu was ever that bad. Like, Why would you waste, waste ragu sauce? Mm. Is, it, is it like kids who think the floor is lava? And I think we're missing the obvious house. here, gentlemen. He put on the bull costume, saw the red ragu sauce, and went eight. Because he's a bull. Yeah. Because he's a bull. Yeah. He's a bull. <laughs> and he was living his bull life. Right. Yeah. I think I'm going with Chuck here. I think we're going to go with put the bull costume on and saw red and got mad and tried to burn down a house with ragu sauce. He's living his best bull life. <laughs> best bull right. life. This is going to be the last one. In new Dr. Seuss book, Cat in the Hat gives kids puberty blockers while their mother isn't home. <laughs> I'm really going to say fake news. That's from Bad Wompy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, the sad part is there might be some people in America today that think that's a great book. Someone yeah. should write that. <laughs> Somebody should write that. Someone should write that. And then be that. sent to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, that's all the time we have. What a great episode full of voter ID, 2,000 mules, and bull costumes. This is true levity. Grove Unleashed. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> this has been Grove Unleashed. Tune in for all of our episodes at repgrove.com slash mypodcasts.